I strive to do is just be a one-stop shop for everything. So my clients, we do their bookkeeping, we do their tax planning, their tax preparation, and we also be are their investment advisors and their financial planner all in one shop. Because as you can imagine, trying to play quarterback with those three different or four different people could be a lot of time and you know, could be a time consumer in itself. But having all those people in this in the same house doing the coordination themselves could just save you time and gives you comfortability. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. And we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CV Nation architects, those that are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focusing on knowing thy numbers. I could hear the phrases from Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. And if you understand or don't understand exactly what numbers is, think finance, economics, accounting, capital, investment, funding, bootstrapping, anything that's around numbers. So we have to understand how important it is to know your numbers and how important that is for you to forecast, make decisions, and to be able to truly strategize around your business and do that successfully. So things are going to be a little bit different, obviously, this month. So look for CEO hacks and CEO nuggets and interviews that focus around this. But more than everything else, make sure that you know your numbers because they're extremely important to the life of your business. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Cortland Cofield of Cofield Advisors. Cofield, is awesome to have you on the show. Thanks, Gresh. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Cofield so you can hear a little bit more about him. And Cofield is the founder and CEO of Cofield Advisors. At Cofield Advisors, they help millennial business owners by taking the financial and tax planning burden off of their shoulders so that they can focus on growing their businesses. Cofield, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So first question I had was to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Oh, yeah. Great question. So probably can start back from college. I had a, you know, went to the University of Illinois, had an undergraduate and master's degree there, went straight into working in public accounting, then moved over to finance. And what I noticed in both my public accounting career and my finance career is that my employee and supervisor kind of looked to me like when it came to personal finance advice. And, and it really showed me the difference in and business finances and personal finance knowledge, they do not correlate at all. So I was like the go-to person for all personal finance issues and topics at my places of employment. So that led me to look around and see, was, any, was there anybody else that was serving the clients that were my coworkers, which were millennials, right? So I looked around the financial advising and financial planning space, and I didn't, I didn't see anyone serving millennials versus older, wealthy people. So I wasn't noticed that. I saw like a key spot in the market that nobody was taking advantage of. And in June of 2017, um, I decided to leave my... Um, my last employer and start my own financial planning firm where I focus explicitly on millennials. Awesome. 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 Yeah, it's definitely forward thinking because millennial can be, I'm a millennial.
millennial. So sometimes that could be like a curse word around some people, but we are starting to come of age and we're starting to be able to have purchasing power and be able to influence the world in a lot greater way. But it's great to see that you were ahead of the curve, it sounds like, because you saw an opportunity where it didn't sound like anybody else was fulfilling that gap. Yeah. And I think, I think the biggest misconception is like the, the, the oldest millennial was actually 38 years old. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're just these young 20 year old whippersnappers. The oldest millennial is close to 40 and they have purchasing power. And more, more importantly, they have a lot of things going on in their life at one time, which can make their finances complicated. Yeah, absolutely. And they probably need to lean on a professional like yourself to, to get that squared away and cleared away. So I wanted to hear a little bit more on what you're doing to help serve these millennial clients. Like what, what types of things are you doing and what are some of your products and services? Great question. Great question. So at the beginning of 2018, I reviewed my business and noticed that majority of my clients were business owners. Because as you can imagine, millennials are pushing the status quo of working for 40 years and retiring. So I actually niched my firm into only working with millennial business owners because that is what I felt like I could provide the most value. And um, that's why I seen it like my favorite client. So uh, to answer your question, so I'm a CPA uh, by trade and I'm also a personal financial specialist. So that gives me the, the tax planning and financial planning background. So I, we have our clients with everything from their personal finances. So budgeting, saving, and not a debt, student loan repayment, mortgage, people buying their first home, 529 plans for their kids, their 401k at their, their job, or if they had a previous employer. So that's what we do from a personal standpoint. But then from a business standpoint, we also do business ratio reviews, reviewing their income statement, helping them with tax planning helping them set up their solo or self-employed retirement accounts. So as you can imagine, like handling your personal finances is tough. Imagine how to do that and handle a business finance at the same time. So we kind of help take the burden off our clients' shoulders and so they can focus around their businesses. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I love that aspect, especially because you're juggling so many things as a business owner, especially, and especially a millennial business owner at that. You want to be able to, it sounds like help and find the help from an expert and somebody that's actually able to help you figure out all of those things and have you focus on what you do best. Yeah, you said it perfectly because it gives them more time to focus on what they do best. Because as, as you may know, most small businesses fail within the first five years. And I did some extensive research and a huge reason for that is due to the business owner not understanding their financial metrics and not understanding if their business is surviving or not, not understanding where they're spending too much money or whether they're not allocating enough money. So my goal was to help them succeed as well as give them the time that they have to do to focus on what actually brings in revenue, right? You don't need to be a business owner that sells a product, but also be your own accountant. It's not that many hours in a day. So that's what we try to relieve the pressure. From. Yeah, that makes sense. And a lot a lot of times I, I watch Shark Tank all the time and there's so many people that come up there and the biggest thing that they don't know is their numbers. And they always say, make sure that you know your numbers. So it's great to say, hey, even if you're not as well as being a, an accountant for your business, in addition to what it is that you're doing, you can be somebody that they can call on. 100%. Awesome. 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 And you might've touched on this, but I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this is like your differentiator, what you feel sets you apart. Yes. Yeah. So, so you said we call it our unique selling proposition, unique value proposition, and it's being a one-stop shop, right? So you traditionally, you have to go to a bookkeeper to help you with your bookkeeper. Then you have to go to your accountant to help you with your tax preparation and tax plan. Then you have to go to your financial advisor to handle any of your investments and investment accounts like that. So what I strive to do is just be a one-stop shop for everything. So my clients, we do their bookkeeping, we do their tax planning, their tax preparation, and we also be our, their investment advisor and their, and their financial planner all in one shop. Because as you can imagine, trying to play quarterback with those three different or four different people could be a lot of time and a could be a time consumer in itself. But having all those people in, this, in the same house doing the coordination themselves 
to just save you time and gives you comfortability. Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned, especially when you're filing your taxes, you need so many different pieces and to have to call on five different people to get all this information. You definitely have one roof or one person or one point person that you can contact in one organization. So that definitely helps out. And like we mentioned, time is very valuable for everybody. Yeah, it's the only thing you can't purchase. There you go. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an Apple book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. Ooh, okay. Let's start with book, just because this book is a reason that I, without this book, I probably wouldn't have started my firm. So of course you've heard of it, but Rich Dad, Poor Dad was just like the, just a huge transformation book in my life by Robert Kiyosaki. Because what it did, having the extensive college background that I had, again, I went to college for five years, got two degrees. It College teaches you how to be an employee. And there's nothing wrong with that. The world needs employees, but getting out of that state of mind is one of the hardest things to do. And that book made it not so hard and really gave me the courage to, to take the leap, leap of faith and take a chance on myself. Because if you think about aggression, I don't know if everybody thinks of it this way, but if you start a business like, and it fails, like the worst case scenario is you go back to work, which you're already doing. So it's pretty easy to see, but like in that moment, it's, it, it felt really nerve wracking to even start my own business. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And uh, yeah, I love that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, and also the thing that I remember that he cemented home in the book is that it's not just when you're in college, it's been ingrained in you since you were in elementary school and probably even before that on how to be a good employee. And again, nothing wrong with that, but just understanding that there is another opportunity because a lot of times you don't see or, or hear that perspective. Oh uh, yeah, 100%, 100%. And so that just really was so profound. So anybody I meet, any kid, a mentor, I say, read that book. And we'll then let's talk about it just to get them. Because if you change your mindset early enough, then starting your own business or just taking a chance of yourself won't be that tough. Yeah, absolutely. And now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? Yeah, so this is probably one of the most profound things I've learned since being an entrepreneur. And that is winning, starting a morning routine, right? So... It is a saying that goes, if you win the first hour of the day, you win the day. And that what that simply means is having a morning routine every single morning that gets you in the right mental, physical, emotional mindset to take on the day in the best way possible. And it's a, it's a research on this. And once I started doing this, like my life just completely shifted for the better. I became more productive. I got more things done. I always had a positive attitude every single day. So just coming up with a morning routine, first hour of every single day is probably the most profound advice I've gotten as a business owner. Yeah. And I absolutely love that advice because a lot of times if you don't start and have a kind of focus on getting your day started the right way, it could quickly get away from you. You can start listening to emails, getting on social media, all of a sudden it's 12 o'clock and half the day is already gone. So making it a point to make sure to take care of that first hour, like you mentioned, I think is, is a phenomenal advice. Yeah. And because the first thing that most people do is check their phone. And that is literally the worst thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. When you start your morning, because then you're dealing with everybody else's wants and everybody else pulling you from one direction and another direction, checking your email, checking your text message, checking Instagram. So you can pull in so many directions, you never get to get your mind. So I said, taking that first hour to me, I meditate for a bit. I pray. I listen to one or two motivational videos and I just off the physical. So I stretch. And then by the time I open my email, I check my phone, I'm in such a good mindset that nothing knocked me off my 
my group. Absolutely. And I always say if I try to vibrate higher at the very beginning of the day, then that helps out increasing the probability that I'll have a really great day. So I definitely echoed that. And now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, the definition of being a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Cofield, I wanted to ask you, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO to me, it means taking ownership of what is important to you and giving it to the world. So most people start their businesses because they're passionate about something, right? And and that's great. But the ultimate thing that they're usually doing is providing, is trying to make the world a better place, whether it's your product or your service or whatever. So I really think that being a CEO means that you took what's important to you and made it real. And the goal of that was to make the world a better place. And that's my goal as an entrepreneur, CEO. And I hope that's everybody's goal is to find what you can do every day that you love to do and try to make the world a better place by doing that service or giving that product. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I love that definition largely because it also brings home the truth that no matter what place in the business or in the organization you are, you can do something to impact the world on a higher level. So if you have that mentality, have that perspective, then you can make a tremendous influence upon the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Cofield, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and our listeners know and then how best, of course, they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So I actually just developed a course coming out tomorrow, so January 1st. <laughs> so they can find that at www.moneymastercourse.com. It's completely free. It's just, it was a way for me to give back to the community because I get so many questions and I answer the same question so many times. I decided to make a course. So it was about just like personal finance, of course, and to give away for free so that I can answer those questions and provide value to people who aren't necessarily my client, my title, my specific niche client. So that's the additional advice I would love to give to, to the, the listeners. Awesome. 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 And what we'll do is we'll have those that link in the show notes just so that anybody can follow up with you. But obviously, I appreciate you for doing that and obviously creating content to help out people that want to know more and want to empower themselves as well, too. And of course, I appreciate the time that you took today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. All right. Gosh, same to you. Same to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.